0: Hey y'all, hey, it's me, Portia O, your host of Life Be like Podcast, and I'm here once again with a new episode of Life Be Lifen, okay, how y'all doing? This is episode number 15, and this is still the month of February, um, and we have been doing a series this whole month about love. First, we started off with self-love, then we went into losing love, and we had my very good friend and my sister Kendra um, who told her story on there and also we did Losing Love Part 2 and it was just like the after effects of um, how your life is after you lose love. Today's final episode for this month of love is the true meaning of love okay. <laughs> We're just gonna deep dive into the scripture. Um, that talks all about love, okay? And what God intended for love to look like for us. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I appreciate you all for checking out this podcast and being willing to even hear from little old (laughs) me. On this podcast, we talk about how life be over here, life and, okay, via all types of relationships, situations, everyday things we are experiencing all while in real time healing And learning how to be a better human being, okay? Because we're about growth. We're about evolving. We're about doing things differently, okay? (laughs) So if you're all about that, you're in the right place, honey, okay? This is episode number 15, like I said before. And um, you can check out the previous 14 episodes. They have been wonderful. Um, And I thank God for using me and um, even just be in this space, okay? So... I got some questions, y'all, because y'all know I stay with the questions, okay? So, I got some questions. These are some um, questions that will be answered via the topic throughout the podcast, or even just now, whichever way the spirit leads me, that's what we're going to do. So, the first question is, who deserves love? To further that question, so who deserves love, and then who deserves your love, I feel like we all have to answer that for ourselves. Um, And it's based off of your beliefs and your core values, your moral system, all that type of stuff. But for me, because of my faith and just being the good person that I am, everybody deserves love. Everybody. Okay. Now, who deserves my love? The answer also is everybody. Because... Jesus commanded us to love everyone just as we love ourselves. He said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Therefore, (laughs) my love has to be given to everybody, even those who wrong me, even those who mistreat me, who misuse me, who take advantage or try to take advantage, like those who mean evil or, or wrongdoing towards me. It does not matter. I have to still move in love. I have to still extend love because that's what God does. So it's a lot that comes along with that, like forgiveness and setting up boundaries. That's a whole nother episode. But you know what I'm saying? I just feel like everyone deserves your love or my love. I can speak for me. (laughs) Next question. Where should love be expected to come from? Okay. So we all have expectations and stuff like that. Like who do you really, or where do you really think it should come from? Um, obviously I feel like when we go to jobs and things like that, we don't expect them to love us. Right. Um, we're here to do a job. It's a transactional relationship. I do my job, you pay me and hopefully all be well. We don't have to get into it. We ain't got to do, you know, no fussing back and forth. Like you respect my position, I respect yours, and we can move forward. But again, <laughs> I know it's like sounds contradictory, but no, for real, like when I choose to move in love, I want to move in love in all spaces. Like I want to exude love everywhere I go. So whatever that looks like, wherever I am, the workspace or at my friend's house, like I just want to exude love. So that's tricky for me, but I know everybody doesn't feel the same, but, um, Yeah, you have to ask yourself that question. Where should love be expected to come from for you? Okay. Um, Next question. Why is this even a question always in relationships? Now, y'all know. We begin in these relationships. Situationships. Encounters. I don't know what to call them. Um, But, like, even when you're dating or... If you kicking it with somebody as far as far as friendship goes, um, at some point you always question in that relationship. Do you love me? <laughs> it always comes up. If you love, me, and that's what we hit each other with. If you love me, you would do X, Y, and Z. If you love me, you would come with me to this party. If you love me, you will stay. Why is that something so important that we must get an answer to in our relationships? Why do you need to know if this person loves you? Why do they need to prove their love to you? What what is the weight of that for you? Something you should consider, something you should ask yourself, okay? And the last question for tonight is how does love truly supposed to make you feel? Again, this is the month of love. We celebrated uh, Valentine's Day earlier this month. And yes, everybody like, oh, the mushy, gushy, Mm -hmm -hmm. feel good. Love, okay? But that's not necessarily everybody's point of view. Or it doesn't even matter. Like, what does love feel like for you? How do you think it's supposed to make you feel? Does love feel like comfort? Does it feel like safety? Does it feel like having your back? Does it feel like someone always looking out for you? What does it feel? How does it truly supposed to make you feel? That's another question you have to answer for yourself. For me, it's definitely safety. It's definitely supposed to make me feel like, I could just give everything for you. Or maybe it's levels to it. I don't know. I mean, for my children, definitely, I would. Oh, I just love them so much. I could just give them. I just want to give, 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 give to a point that I'm not even no good to myself, okay? Um, also, I feel that way about my partner. And I also want to love on my mom and my family. Like it's it's just the love just pours out of me. I want to take care of everybody. I want to make everybody feel good. I want to be all the things to people, but everybody loves differently. Everybody feels love differently. Everybody needs love in different ways. So we have to be very careful. You have to answer that for yourself. How does love truly supposed to make you feel? I think it's an individual thing, but we're gonna deep dive into this scripture. So tell us, for real, for real, okay? Uh Into our topic, the true meaning of love, okay? Now, for me, because I am faith-based, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, okay? Um, And I'm not saying that this has to be your thing, right? But this is what I believe in. Okay. So I wanted to share today a part of my belief. I believe in the word of God. I believe in the Bible. I believe in the scripture. And I believe that it also has all had a time and a place and different things like that. People like to debate on that was then, This is now stuff like that or whatever, whatever you'll take away from it is. Listen, I don't have... No right to judge, folks, okay? Again, for those who are new here, this is a no-judgment zone. I'm not here to condemn anybody or anything like that, but I also want to share my experience and my beliefs, and that's what I'm here to do on my platform, okay? So I'm going to deep dive into the scripture. I talked about this briefly with a guest of mine, a couple of, it was quite a few episodes ago, on criticism versus words of love. And we talked about the spiritual aspect of love like words of love and what that means and so when when we read that we tapped on it or whatever we touched on it and we we kind of went deep with it but I it just really was so profound to me because I've heard the scripture so many times there's so many songs about love um, spiritual love and different things like that but it was just like mind blown brand new information like wow and i guess it's because of my current situation with um my love life and (laughs) the rediscovery of portia and like really learning myself at 35 years of age and like truly tapping into that um now i'm really like questioning and really getting a gaining a greater understanding like i was taught this scripture as a child All throughout my life, actually. And it never became more clear than it did to me a couple of months ago. I mean, a couple of weeks ago um, when I shot that episode and it was just like, wow, like I needed this refresher because it just puts things into perspective when you've experienced life in such a way, even things we think we know we still need to refresh our minds on, okay? And I heard that recently on something. It's it's always okay to go back and relearn or touch up on something. I think it was church this past Sunday, the pastor was saying that, like, stop thinking that you know something for a fact just because you've been hearing it for so long. It's always good to go back and read the word of God, especially to regain a new meaning or to hear, get something new and you can have fresh eyes about it now because again, you've experienced some life in a different way and you're like, oh man, this is what that was talking about. Okay. So this scripture was very eye-opening and mind-blowing for me. And it's due to my current circumstances of life, like, in general. And again, like I said, I have so much love I want to give to my children. I just want to pour myself onto them. Like, I just want to pour myself. But sometimes that's unhealthy portion because me trying to pour myself onto them, I don't be taking care of me. And so, you know, that's why that whole self-love thing has come about. Um, and truly learning how to love myself and then not expecting that from other people as i.e. my partner or whatever. Um, and I'm not even doing it for myself or even my children. Like me loving on them like this and, you know, uh, what if it does not be reciprocated or appreciated the older they get and things like that? Like you have to think about all these things, but I'm not going to get caught up in it because, child, I'm not worried about tomorrow because... We don't know about tomorrow, but today, this is where we're at, okay? This is what we're doing. So, anywho, let's start. I'm just going to break the scripture down line by line, and we're just going to go through it, okay? The scripture is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. It hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. That love never ends part? We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. Because child, let's Anywho, I'll start at the first, the top. Love is patient. Oh, Lord, Jesus. I do not proclaim to be a very patient person because I'm not. I feel like I have moments of patience. I can exude patience at times. But overall, I am very anxious. I very want to get like be in control of things and like get stuff done. And that's not how the world operates. That's not how relationships move. That's not how things happen in reality. So I definitely in this season have been set down, okay? And taught how to be patient. I am learning patience and so that means that even when i want an answer to something in the very moment that i want it that i have to sit back and be patient for other people to have their moment and that takes a lot of grace giving it takes a lot of patience hell like i don't know what else to tell you like It's work is the point. Patience is not an easy thing. We find ourselves being patient on jobs, waiting for them to see how great we are to get promoted. And it may or may not ever happen. We find ourselves being patient with our children at times. Um, Because they're just babies, like they have time to learn and grow and things like that. But we find it very hard at times to not extend that same grace to an adult who
1: very well
0: may not have the same experience as you do in this area. And we like, it's no excuse. You're an adult. You should know better. Right. So we don't have patience. We don't give grace in those moments. Right. Um, But that doesn't make it right. So, yes, patience is a very, it's it's, it's a tough one, but it is possible. And so I'm learning to breathe through these moments that I feel very impatient and I want to just default to my normal behavior of trying to control and um, things like that. To be patient and give people space to kind of speak their mind, speak their heart. Be patient with your children. Baby, <clears throat> be... that's my nerve. Baby, tip a tip tapping on my nerves, but that does not excuse my lack of patience because I know their children, they have to burn off energy. They're gonna be at a level two million, thousand, trillion while I'm down here. <laughs> that's just natural, that's normal. So being patient with them when they're not understanding what I'm saying and I'm not being very clear in my wording and communicating effectively. And so I get impatient because I'm like, I said, but you don't it's you don't have to go that route. You could just explain yourself because they're really seeking understanding. Child, listen, you better give it to them by their children so they won't become these adults that don't be seeking understanding. they just like, whatever, I'm just going to do what I want to do. Okay. Is that me? (laughs) Anywho. (laughs) Did I just... Child, listen. Love is patient. I just had this discussion with a friend uh, a couple of weeks ago. And he was like, no, this, this, and that. And it needs to happen now. And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. You see me? You see me? Just like I've been having to remind myself, I just reminded him real quick. Love is patient. So yes, I may want what I want when I want it. But I have to be patient to receive it. I have to be patient. Patience doesn't mean be dumb or ignorant or act like what the reality is is not happening. That's not what I'm saying. You just have to give it some time to breathe. Give it space to live a little bit and not be so anxious. Okay. Next line. Love is kind. In an episode, Criticism Versus Words of Love, when you want to, love is kind, period. That's like a core value thing. You're either going to be a kind person or you're going to be a nasty person. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, that's just what it is. You can choose to be kind. And it's the fact that people, me being people, pick and choose when we want to turn our kindness on and off. Like, I could be kind at work to my boss and my coworkers, <laughs> you know, all of that. And then i could be nasty to my mama. How are you picking and choosing when you want to be kind? That's not love. It didn't say love is kind to X, Y, and Z. It said love is kind, period, full stop. Love is kind. So if you say you love someone, you will be kind. And if we're supposed to love all people, you would be kind, okay? If you want to be, if you show love, love, loving love is more than loving romantic love. Loving love is loving seeing a loving parent be kind to their children. That's also kindness and love. Let's be clear. So, love is kind. I choose to be kind to everyone because that's the type of love I want to receive. You put out what you want to get in. I put out kindness because that's what I want to receive from people. I don't want people to be nasty to me, be mean, be evil, conniving, um, trying to harm me or anything like that. I don't want that type of energy around me. Therefore, I'm going to again exude kindness, love, okay? Because these are all definitions of love. He's bland it out plain what love really is. Love is patient and it is kind. So you have to give people time and space and not be anxious and also still be kind. Still be nice. That's love. Okay? It's just that simple. You hear that phrase all the time, kill them with kindness. When you know somebody is purposely trying to misuse you and abuse you and mistreat you and push you down and make you look bad, kill them with kindness. That's saying you're killing them with love. You're going to get this love regardless if you want it or not. And what that spirit that's operating in you is going to move around from over here. Because we operate in love, period, love does not envy or boast. I know people in romantic relationships, whether it be the husband or the wife, girlfriend or boyfriend, it does not matter one. People, the role, it does not matter. They are envious of their partner. Yeah, he got a promotion and all that. He shouldn't be, he ain't even all that smart. I don't even understand what these people see in him. Or she ain't even all that. Why they favoring her? I don't like that she make more money than me. Or. Why the kids cling to them. And not me. They always daddy daddy daddy. And I do everything. Is that. Is that me? I see on you boo. I'm guilty. I'm not here talking to y'all. From a place of. Togetherness and I'm perfect, heck you no, know. I'm guilty, but love is not envy, love does not envy, nor does it boast, well I did an XYZ and you don't do nothing, well I spend more time and you do nothing. Or that little five minutes you did, that ain't nothing. I did 25 minutes. This is not a competition. Okay? But see, the enemy will have be in our head telling us, Girl, now you know. Oh boy, now you know. Out here looking crazy. And then we just spewing it everywhere. We telling this person, that person, this person, that person. Love does not envy or boast. Because if you're doing it in love, your love is going to show. You don't have to exclaim to the world who doing what, what's happening. You're entitled to your feelings, but also love does not envy. So if you truly love that person, you would never be envious of anything because they get attention, because they look good in their clothes and stuff like that. What what are you, what are we talking about? That's even in friendships. My girlfriend look good. Okay. And I'll be like, yes, period. I'm never going to be over here like, yes. And then secretly to myself, <sighs> why she get all the attention? Mm. I don't like it. hmm, girl, you cute. <laughs> Listen, we do it. Love is not envious. I can't say I love you and then do that type of stuff. <clears throat> That's not of God. It's none of God. That's not what he's called us to do. That's not love. That's not love. You genuinely be happy for people when they advance and when they're uh, whatever. Just be happy for them. If you love them. If you don't love them, then this this scripture is answering for you like really what love is. Or what, what it looks like for you. And if you're doing this in any of your relationships, then maybe you don't really love that person. You're tolerating that person. You may like some parts of them, but you don't truly love them. Because when you truly love them, and I know every parent doesn't have that relationship with their kids, but when you truly love people, like, it does not matter. None of that stuff matters. You're going to give grace. And you're going to, Um, not even pay attention to stuff like that. I would never be envious of my daughters. For what? They came from me. (laughs) If anything, I'm proud. I'm happy. Like, this is a part of me. (laughs) Anywho, that's a whole other thing. Next line. It is not arrogant or rude. Hmm. Love is not arrogant. Or rude. So if you're in a relationship with anybody that is arrogant or rude towards you, that ain't love, bro. That ain't love. Arrogant, like they're above you, you can't tell them nothing, they're full of pride, all that type of stuff. That's not love. It's not. They're rude to you being unkind or dismissive or ignore you stuff. That's not love. I'm sorry. It's not. It's okay if you, I'm not, it's never okay. But <laughs> what I'm about to say is it's okay if it happens, right? And they may, unbeknownst to them, they may not be knowledgeable that they do this or appear this way. And so you tell them, And then they correct, oh, I didn't realize that's the way I was coming off. I apologize. I'm sorry. You know, and they correct that behavior. That's love. Because if you're willing to correct a behavior that I'm bringing to the forefront to you, then you're exuding love. You're showing me you love me enough to change that behavior. That's love. But if you, I don't care, this is who I am, you get with it or get lost, that ain't love, boo. Let it go. Girlfriends, boyfriends, platonic, romantic, whatever. Husbands, wives, whatever. Let it go. Because that's not love. You don't have to tolerate anybody tolerating you. Period. It does not insist on its own way. know this scripture said that. <laughs> it's my way or the highway okay no love does not insist on its own way you doing it my way I don't care what you say I don't or I'm hearing you out Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that sounds good but no because it wasn't my idea it's not what I want to do therefore we're not doing it that way Again, all relationship types. That's not love, honey. Love is being willing to hear and listen to each other and way out. Okay, so I heard your part and I, you heard my part. This is how I feel. This is how you feel. This is why. Okay, let's kind of meet somewhere in the middle. Love is being willing to compromise or one person get in their way but it's not like insisting like it has to be my way like you're the only person in the world that ever had an idea or came to some sort of understanding of something or has knowledge no that's not reality that's not real it's fake that's not love well i just do what he want to do because he always make the decision no even in the bible I mean, this is the Bible, but even in the Bible and uh, marriages, it tells you for a man and a woman, like, yes, the man is supposed to be the head of the household, but the woman is, was made to be his help mate, help meet, help him meet whatever it is that he needs to do. I'm not just here for you to walk all over, do all this, whatever. I'm here to help you along the way. Therefore, you speak with me. We have a round table of our own. We discuss things. We figure it out together. I give you my input. You listen to me. I should be able to have your ear. And you be able to say, hmm, okay, well, this is what I think we should do. It never should be insisted on it's my way. And if it's not done the way that I want it to be done, then you don't love me. That's not love, baby. That's control. God don't even control us. He gives us free will. Who made you the master over me? That's abuse. Next line. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love is not going to have you out here looking crazy. (laughs) And wrongdoing and bad things and things that are not right and crimes. And um, even if it's petty crime, love ain't going to have you doing that type of stuff. It does not rejoice at that stuff like, yeah, you supposed to do that. You supposed to do this. Get over on these people. Now, listen, I know my culture. And we're not the only ones. I want to be very clear. But we tend to think that it's okay to do small things, quote unquote, or things that, oh, these other people getting over, so we should too. It's just not for me. This has not always been my mindset. I've tried. (laughs) And it just doesn't work for me. And at the core of me, it's not who I am or who I want to be. And I don't want to be with anybody else that also wants to do that type of stuff. I don't want to have friends that also want to try to get over on someone or anything like that. Like, I don't want to rejoice in your wrongdoing. I don't. It was wrong. And not just crimes, like just anything. You was wrong for cussing that person out. You were wrong. I'm not going to rejoice and revel in your wrongdoing. It was wrong. I should be able to tell you it was wrong. And you hear that in love. But I will rejoice with you when you do great things and good things. And when you tell the truth, you told him how you felt, girl. I'm so proud of you. I'm praising you for that because I know that took a lot for you to step out your comfort zone and to express yourself like that's good. Like, come on, step in your truth. I'm here for that all day. I'm here for positive reinforcement, whatever you need. Hey, girl. Hey, boy. (laughs) Because I have no best friends as well. But no, like, I'm here for that. But in your wrongdoing, you was wrong for saying that to your mom. Sorry. You were. I'm not going to rejoice in your wrongdoing. I wouldn't want anybody to rejoice in my wrongdoing. I've had moments of me popping off and acting a fool. Check me. (laughs) If you love me, you would check me. You would tell me, hey, hey, I hear you. That sounds good. I'm glad you got that off your chest. But also, you could have did it a different way. You didn't have to scream, jump up and down, stump your feet. you didn't have to do all of that, girl. So I'm not going to be able to pat you on your back for that because that's not who you are. That's not the way we should operate. But when I tell you, I went and I, I said this to my mom and I just let her know, you know, how I was really feeling and, you know, and we just had a really good conversation. We came to some sort of understanding and I just feel so good about it. I can read rejo- you. Girl, that's what I'm talking about. Grove. Come on. Let's go. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with the truth. Girl, you know, you weren't supposed to bust that man windows out. I'm not going to condone your foolishness. But when you saw it and you approached and you said what you had to say and moved around and you wiped your hands clean of it. That's what I'm talking about, girl. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'll rejoice with you with that because that's the truth. That's your truth. Next line, love bears all things. If you truly say you love someone, And the best example of this is your kids, for those who truly love their kids and care about their kids. It doesn't matter how many times they mess up. It don't matter how many times they disappoint you. It doesn't matter how many times they don't get it right or whatever. You are always going to hold them down. You're going to bear the weight of whatever it is that they put on your plate because you love them so much. Those kids came from you. They are a product of you. They are you, a part of you. So you're willing to hold that weight of them. The word of God is telling us love bears all things. If you love people the way that you say that you love them, you will bear the weight Again, I am not saying be foolish if someone is misusing you or abusing you and all that type of stuff. Yes, you can create boundaries. You don't have to put yourself in those instances and things like that. You can love from a distance. Okay, let's be clear. I'm all here for loving everybody, but I can love you from a distance. I don't want to have no hatred in my heart for anyone. I don't want to be that way because that's not how the way the guy designed me. He didn't design me to hate. Hatred is a a negative spirit. That's a demonic spirit. I'm not going to carry that. So I can love you from a distance. I don't have to be in relationship with you, but also I can still love you. I want the best for you. I wish well on you. I want growth for you. I want you to whatever. Just not a wheel. <laughs> but love bears all, not but, but also love bears all things. I've bared it. And for me, I can no longer take certain things from you. I love you, but it's a different type of love, baby. It's just a different type of love. And its it's multiple types of love. It's a different type of love. That me in this earthly body vessel is no longer able to bear from you. Sorry. But love, true love, reciprocated love, bears all things. Keyword, reciprocated love bears all things. And I, I know the scripture doesn't say reciprocated love. It said love, period, bears all things. Yes. But I just want to put it more in this context. I would never, God doesn't want you to stay in situations that are not good for you, that are not in alignment with you and who you are at your core and all of that. So it's just kind of like use common sense in these situations. Okay, y'all, like if somebody is doing you, dragging you, he's not saying that you have to bear that. You experienced it, okay. I can love you again from a distance. It's no hard feelings. I can still pray for you. I can still, you know what I'm saying? It's levels to this. Next line. Love believes all things. Cause baby, baby girl got some trust issues, okay. Mmm, believes all things. I'm taking it as love believes all things as in what someone that you're in a relationship with I should be able to believe what you say to be true if I'm rejoicing in the truth I should be able to believe what you say to be true I shouldn't have to second guess or oh they just lie, like whatever you know Love believes all things. If I truly love you, I will believe you. I think, you know, that's a mm, I I can be very much that person. I, I genuinely am, generally am, in a in my relationships. I believe All the things, and then until you give me a reason to not believe you, you've broken my trust, you've made me look a fool, and I'm looking like bruh, I thought, (laughs) and I'm not just saying, bruh, as a man, like all relationships, like, wait, what just happened? I thought we had an understanding. You love me, I love you, I believed in you. Like, I really give that. I go into my relationship, I really give that, like, I believe. In you, I believe <laughs> you. <laughs> and people have really pulled the wool over my face, okay? But that's love. Because I was just operating out of love. And that's that's really what that's telling me now. Like, I'm not stupid because I've walked away from some relationships and situations thinking like, man, I was really stupid. I really thought this person loved me. I really thought they wouldn't do me like that. Like, me? Why, Why would they do me like that? They told me they loved me. Like family, friends, like. But it I, I'm not I wasn't stupid because I was operating the way that God intended for me to operate in love. Love believes all things. Again, don't be stupid. <laughs> Somebody show you who they are. That ain't love. Ooh, that ain't love, baby. Next line. Love hopes all things. Oh, that just gives me the warm feeling inside. Like, oh, it just has so much hope. Oh, is that what a hopeless romantic is? You just, one day my, it's gonna come. I'm just like, hopelessly. I really feel that way, for real. Like, hope, I I just I hold out so much hope that I'm going to experience that love that I really desire. We ain't even going to get into that. It ain't about that. It's about having hope. Period. Hopes all things. Love hopes. Believes all things. Hopes all things. To be hopeful with someone that you love. I hope my children see my sacrifice. I hope that my spouse can see the greatness in me. I hope they can feel the love that I am giving my friends. I hope that they can really truly be inspired. I just wanna pour it all out onto those I love. So that's a part of my love. Hoping all things. I'm learning about myself, child. Listen. That's always the point of this. <laughs> For me to get clarity and hopefully help someone else. <laughs> Who may be experiencing or thinking the same things I'm thinking. Like, what? Um, Next line. Love endures all things. Endures. Hmm consistently going through endure like you just keep pushing forward just enduring you're enduring you're enduring again (laughs) not in the foolish way okay because that's not love that's not love foolishness is not love but it endures all things that yes it's going to be stumbles it's going to be hiccups it's going to be misunderstandings it's going to be um situations that you both may not agree on but it endures love true love endures okay we have we didn't get this we didn't understand this but we're going to get past this we're going to come to a resolution a conclusion we're not going to just dismiss each other write off each other not come to some resolve and be like, oh, no, 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 no. That's what we do as human beings because we don't want to deal with stuff. But in order to endure, you have to deal. You have to deal with the stuff in order to endure. You cannot endure. That's just like running a race, literally. Running a race and you see all this trash and debris all on the track and you running it and you... you You trying to go around it, but you can't really go around it and all this and you're constantly running into other ones and other ones and other ones and all these pieces and things on the ground. But you're thinking, I'm enduring, I'm enduring, but you ain't pick up the stuff. If you would have just stopped for a moment, picked that up, threw it in the garbage right there, you could have had a clear path straight. But no, you don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We don't want to deal with the stuff that gets in our way. We don't want to deal with the misunderstandings and the disagreements and different things like that. We don't want to deal with that. We want to be dismissive like, whatever. And thinking we can get away from it. But in reality, we're not getting away from it. We're making our path much longer than it has to be. That's not enduring. Also, you do that for so, so many years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Y'all both... Old and raggedy at this point, you like, we endured, but you still unhappy. You still unfulfilled. You still unsatisfied. You just avoided, avoided, avoided. And it kept coming back up. It kept, it never goes away because you didn't deal with it. Dealing with stuff, have to deal with stuff before you endure. In order to endure, you have to deal in order to endure. Okay, last line of the scripture. Love never ends. Love is a lasting feeling. And with these previous two episodes about losing love with my good girlfriend, Kendra, um, seeing her grief, experiencing her grief with her, that love you have for a person. never goes away that that energy it never goes anywhere what do you do with it it never ends i don't care if you move forward in life you move on find another love that love never ends losing a child that love never ends that's why people say losing a mother a father a sister, a brother, a friend, that love never ends. People never really can get over those things because that love that they had for that person is still there. It never ends until you end. But the word said it never ends. So I guess in heaven we'll still have the love child. It never ends. And if more people just had that understanding, this true meaning of love, that understanding of what love really looks like and what it really is, a lot of marriages wouldn't end. <laughs> a lot of marriages wouldn't begin. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you said love is what? <laughs> like this need to be a part of the marriage. I, it. I know some people say this, but it'd be like cutesy, like people like, oh, love is patient. Love is kind. Yes, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be all these things for you. No, for real. Like we need to break this down before y'all say, yes, I do. Do you believe that your love can endure? <sighs> do you believe your love can bear it all? Are you, are you positive your love will never end? That means no matter what the circumstance is, no matter what the situation is, no matter what it looked like, what it looked like physically, emotionally, it does not matter that love never ends. True love, love, love never ends. Abusive love, that can end. Negative love, Making me feel bad about myself, tearing me down, uh, boastful love, arrogant love, all of that can end. Prideful love, all of that can end. Throw it out. But love the way that God has intended for us to love each other never ends. And if we just had this understanding, a lot of us would not be in certain situations, relationships, uh, commitments, uh, whatever. We would not be in those things if we just truly believe that love never ends, that love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes in all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. That's love. That's the true meaning. I hope that helps somebody like it helped me, child, because listen, I know what love is now, for real, for real. Not with the movies and the stories and all that stuff. It told me what love is. Love is more than what that looks like and that looks like. And all. It's more than that. It's so much more. And I just deemed it to be appropriate. Uh, my next segment is Tools from the Toolbox of Life. Um, In this segment, I've got some advice, resources, tools, or anything else that would be a benefit to my listeners, and I want to share them with you. The YouVersion Holy Bible app, Um, it has so many wonderful features on this app, one of them being the daily refresher, which includes a scripture a day. A video story of someone explaining the scripture for you, okay? And it's a bunch of different people, like, from all walks of life. They read the scripture and explain it for you uh, to get better understanding, like, a quick mini, 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 mini sermon, okay? Very, very small sermon. It's, like, a minute and a half. Lastly, the guided prayer, which is my favorite part of the Holy Bible app. And it just takes you slide by slide, prompting you different things and helps you with your prayer and remind you of God's word and like remind you to praise him and worship him and different things like that. It's just top notch, top notch It's one of my favorite parts of this um, app. They also have Bible plans that I've been doing for years now. Um, literally whatever you may be going through, whatever you may be experiencing, they have a plan for If You want to look up a plan about anxiety, depression, um your finances, um, how to pray, whatever. It's something in this Bible app for everybody, beginners, intermediate, uh, full-blown believers. It's clarity in here. It's everything you need for daily assistance, because we all need it, okay? Um, And I try to use my Bible app every day. um, It's a part of my morning routine and um, just digging in the word of God, because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing the word. And therefore, I constantly try to put it before me and Remind myself of God's promises, pray to Him, give Him His praise, His worship, all of those things. It's just been an awesome tool in my toolbox to help me be great. And I hope that it helps someone else out there. If you already have the app, great. Utilize the 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 resources on there and really like just dig in and gain a new perspective about yourself and what God wants for you in your life. Okay. And so the next segment is life be life in us. all. okay. So, Hey, the village hashtag the village. This is a section. I will have you, my listeners, friends, family, submit news and topics and other requests for me to talk about. And you can submit this to me at life be life at Anchored In LLC. Or you can DM me on any social media platform, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. Uh, But please send in your news, topics, and other requests that you want me to talk about on this platform, okay? I appreciate you all for uh, checking out with me, (laughs) hanging out with me. Um, I also go live every Monday when I release a new episode in the live chat via YouTube um, and I live chat with you all about the episode. Also on TikToks every Tuesday at 6 p.m. I go live as well. 6 p.m. on Monday as well. six um, Central Standard Time. Okay. So we can talk and have conversation about the going zone of life be and Okay. <laughs> I appreciate all your love and support. Last thing I will um, plug is my planner and my journal that is also available for purchase on amazon okay it's a planner that you can fill in for yourself so i know it's the end of february do not worry you can start your planner whenever you're ready to plan out your life okay for the year um it's a lot of good tidbits in there a lot of prompts for um, you to think about yourself and take care of yourself yeah the journal um you can get one of those and write down your innermost thoughts and feelings and really just it's really therapeutic it's really helpful um And I will appreciate you um, supporting Life, Be Life, and Podcast in any shape, form, or fashion. We do have some things in the work behind the scenes I'm still working on. And I'm going to get out to you guys very soon. So be on the lookout for that. But please and thank you for purchasing the journal in or the planner or both. (laughs) So... We're at the end of this episode, and we're going to go to my last segment, which is Speak Life, okay? And for this whole month of February, I've done a Speak Life affirmation every day um, in co- collaboration with TTOL, 28 Days of Self-Love and Self-Care campaign. And um, I believe by the time this episode comes out, we'll be on like the last day or so. Um, and it has really been blessing my soul, okay? And while I'm sitting up here speaking life, into y'all, I am always speaking life into myself, okay? I really want y'all to know that. Like, I'm not saying these things to y'all to just help y'all. I'm helping myself in the moment, okay? So today, um, again, this segment is where I leave you with a call to action for yourself and also me. Um, so I'll leave you with these words to hold on to until next time, y'all. I've enjoyed this time with you, okay? The affirmation for today is... God's love is unconditional, everlasting, and I receive it with an open heart. Again, today's affirmation is God's love is unconditional, everlasting, and I receive it with an open heart. You heard it. You say it. You write it down. Remind yourself to speak that thing and make it happen because life life in us all. Y'all have a wonderful, beautiful day. I love you. Thank you again.